0: Once I started my protocol and I started doing these these holistic treatments, I felt amazing. I mean, nobody would have ever known I had cancer. Hello, welcome back
1: to Learn, Laugh, Leap. My special guest today is Terry Dale. Hello, hi Terry. Shannon. She is an advocate of healing cancer holistically. She was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma in 2014. And she grabbed cancer by the throat and said, no, you won't.
0: By the throat. I like that kind of a pun there. (laughs)
1: Right? Double (laughs) entendre. She took a hard left in the opposite direction away from medical doctors' advice to be a testimonial of refusing chemo. So let's dive into that because that really was like a stepping stone and driving force for a lot of the stuff that you do today in the community Mm -hmm. and how you help some of your clients. So talk about that whole journey.
0: Yeah, you know, I have been in the health industry for over 20 years. I've been a health coach, and I used to own a gym, Uh and I owned a body transformation studio. So, Uh But my passion was always coaching. I love helping women with their health. And so the gym part, it was fun, but it was a lot of work, which is one reason why I sold my business is because it was – so Stressful that that's what gave me cancer. I'm convinced that that's what gave me really? cancer. Yes, I am. How uh, long ago was so that? So, in two, f- 2014, I noticed a lump in my neck. That's why at the beginning of your podcast, when you said,
1: <laughs> Yeah, like, grabbed yeah, throat. Grab yeah.
0: throat. Yeah. so I noticed a lump in my neck, but I didn't think anything of it because I was healthy, you know? I mean, I was feeling good, and I was like, Yeah, it's probably just a swollen lymph node, but it didn't get better. And I just don't like going to doctors anyway because every time I've gone to them, they've always wanted to put me on medications and I'm just a believer that the body can heal itself through nutrition and, and supplementation and I've never, ever been on medications, I kind of just blew it off. Like, nah, it can't be. So long story short is it did get a little bigger, and I actually had a client at the time who was an oncology nurse.
1: Oh, jeez.
0: Yeah, so she freaked me out, right? So she's like, Terry, you need to go get that checked. So I did. I went and got, got it checked. And so the process started. And the process was not a very good process because <laughs> they convinced me to do a biopsy, and the first biopsy came back negative and I was like, Woohoo, see, I told you, I told you. And then the doctor we actually should remove it because biopsies are very inconclusive. I'm like, Well, why'd you have me do a biopsy if it's very inconclusive? Mm-hmm. Whatever. So they removed it. The first surgery I had, they removed the lymph node. And then I went for a follow-up appointment. And the doctor, ear, nose, and throat specialist mm. said to me, I got good news and bad news. I'm like, Yeah? Because, well, the good news is the the mass did not have any signs of cancer. I'm like, see, I told you. And he's like, but the bad news is I removed the wrong gland. So he removed my saliva Lovely. gland instead of my lymph node.
1: How does that happen?
0: Exactly. My husband, you would not not have wanted to be in the room. My husband was oh. very upset. Anyway, the the doctor then said, well, we need to get you in right away because we don't want that scar tissue to build up and we want to make sure that we remove the right one and we don't want to wait too long. So two days later, I went in for my second surgery. In the second surgery, they removed it and then, yeah, they they diagnosed it as Hodgkin's lymphoma. It was devastating, not Mm going to lie. I was like, how does... How does somebody like me, who is healthy, I don't drink, don't smoke, I eat really good, I exercise, how does somebody like me get cancer? It was devastating. And that's why you
1: kind of pinpointed it as stress because there couldn't have really been anything else that you were doing health wise. Well, well, that began my
0: research because I wanted to find out why I got it because I'm doing everything right. So I thought. Right. Yeah,
1: you're an so
0: I went to the oncologist just to get information because I wanted to hear what she had to say, of course. But I had already made my decision to go holistic, even though I didn't know how or what. I just already made my, my decision because there's a reason why I got it. And I wanted to figure out why. So that began my, my journey. And the more I learned about what causes cancer and, and how your immune system is what actually kills cancer cells not surgery and chemo and once I learned all this it was hours and hours of research and study it just made my decision stronger and also I was like I don't want to be a hypocrite. I've, I've been sharing and teaching women and men my entire life how to create health in the body, which mm-hmm. is one other reason why, to be honest, it was very embarrassing for me when I got it because I'm like, here, I'm practicing what right. I preach. How do I get? So I had to get over that. That was you know shared with my clients. I said, this is very humbling for me, but I'm going to use this experience as a learning opportunity and mm-hmm. a way to educate not only you, but people in the future and also to heal my body. So I just went on a mission, and the more I learned, the more I researched, I just was, like, more on fire than ever. To, and I and I was so convinced I was going to be able to heal my cancer. And this is my kind of my message to everybody. It's like I'm never one to throw my philosophy down somebody's throat mm-hmm. because there's going to be people that they're going to choose chemo. And that's okay for them. But just research both sides first because – when you go to an oncologist, you are going to get pressure so immediate that day to start doing chemo within the next few days. Because, and this is this is the facts. I'm not just saying this, but chemo and cancer is the only drug that actually gets kickback. So the, the oncologist gets a kickback when they prescribe chemo to their patients. They get That's they crazy. get between four and six thousand dollars. Should
1: not be an incentive for them.
0: Yeah. So it's a little bit un- it's like a little bit unethical. It, they're
1: telling you to do it for the wrong reasons
0: for some oncologists i think it's an, an an ethical problem others i think just they really don't How did know, you the, know that i brought an audio recorder to every appointment that i had she didn't admit that but but <gasps> but i'm just saying in my appointments i brought a recorder to every one of my appointments only because i knew that i would forget because i was so nervous and the other reason i, I interviewed a lot of doctors too and, and that that information is public actually so you could you could look it up. With all due respect, I went into that appointment and I knew more about holistic treatments than the oncologist did. They're just not taught that. They're taught how to prescribe chemo and radiation. Mm-hmm. So I had questions about, you know, what about hyperbaric chambers? What about a Rife machine? What about vitamin D? What about vitamin C, intravenous vitamin C treatments, mushroom treatment, all these different things. And she's like, you know, like Terry, she goes, I cannot give you any advice on that. I would lose my job. I would lose my license. If I gave you any advice other than the standard treatment, which is chemo and radiation, so she would lose her license. She would lose her license after that one appointment with her. I was just that even confirmed my decision that they just don't know. So if they don't know, why, why am why am I going to put my health in somebody else's hands if they don't even know the other side?
1: So how soon after they recommended chemo and you had done research did you say no?
0: Right away. I'm like. I'm gonna take my time and do research. I can always resort to chemo if I need to. Cancer is not something that you get overnight. In most cases, when you get cancer, you have time.
1: You have time to. Feeling
0: any other side effects? Well, I had some fatigue, and once I got diagnosed, yeah, then (laughs) the real (laughs) fatigue set in. Then the symptoms started coming. Oh my gosh, that's all you think about. over. But actually, to be honest, once I started my protocol and I started doing these these holistic treatments, I felt amazing. I mean, nobody would have ever known I had cancer. Because wow. I felt better during my treatment than I did before I did it. Because I actually finally was able to reduce my stress, which I wasn't handling very well, which is mm-hmm. what, for me, I, I really do feel like that was a huge part of what contributed to me getting cancer. Because when you have cancer, and everybody has cancer in the body. You have cancer cells in your body. Right. I, we all have cancer cells in our body. And our immune system is what kills the cancer cells. And when you're so stressed out, your immune system is suppressed. I was stressed for years. I mean, running, I I was doing way too much and owning that gym was just too much for me. So Mm -hmm. that's when I decided to sell my gym. And now I just do my passion, which I love coaching and being a health coach. I love the transformation process. I love helping my clients go from feeling sick and tired and not feeling well to rejuvenated and amazing blood work amazing labs and reversing their diabetes and healing their cancer i love it it's just like it's such a joy of mine i could not be as effective of a coach as i am today if i would have not gone through what i did mm-hmm. and so now i can honestly say i'm thankful for cancer I, but at the time of course not. but right thankful now for the process i'm thankful that <laughs> I, if i would have never gone through this journey i would not be the person i am today and it changed me actually
1: just backing up a little bit When you first started those holistic steps, what were some of the things, because you mentioned hyperbaric chamber Mm -hmm. and some of the vitamins and supplements, what all did you do? So
0: the most important thing is when you have any sort of a disease, whether it's cancer, whether it's diabetes, whether it's heart disease, that's a symptom of what's going on in your body. So there's a symptom of imbalance in your body. Mm -hmm. So cancer is a symptom. It's a symptom of an imbalance in my body. And so the first thing I wanted to do is make sure that I gave my body whatever I could to build up my immune system because your immune system is what kills the cancer cells. It's the only thing that does. Chemo doesn't kill the cancer cells. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Chemo actually only kills the tumor. It shrinks the tumor, but it doesn't kill the circulating tumor cells. The only thing that kills circulating tumor cells, which eventually create the tumor, the only thing that kills those circulating tumor cells, they're called CTCs, are your immune system. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to make sure that I was doing everything I can to build my immune system. So I started doing that by, of course, changing my diet. You know, So talk about that a Yeah, lot. so I was a huge protein eater. I'm not against protein and don't, I don't want to freak your listeners out. Protein is totally fine. But when you have cancer protein actually feeds cancer
1: i thought it was sugar that, that feeds that's that's a part that's true. i didn't know protein had anything mm-hmm. to do with it
0: yeah so when you have cancer you have to very much go on a, a very plant-based diet so that you can really build up your immune system and you want to really make sure that you're lowering your amino acids which is a part of the the growth of the tumor cells you know i had to eliminate all protein went on an all raw vegan diet for 90 days And I did green, you know, green smoothies. How did that taste? Well, it was hard because I was, you know, used to, I was a big protein eater. That was an adjustment. I'm not going to lie. And then, you know, of course, you're giving yourself supplements that help build the immune system. I talk a lot about those in my book. But there's a form of mushroom that's really good for the immune system.
1: Do you remember the specific mushroom? It's like
0: a mix of mushrooms. Oh. You know, like there's a, mu- a mushroom mixture. There's also a mushroom form called beta-glucan that's very good okay. for building up the immune system. So, And, of course, vitamin D. My vitamin D was low. Being a Minnesotan, you know, we don't get much sun. So, <laughs> so, so true. So taking vitamin D, of course. And, you know, there's just a lot of other things. Green tea, high antioxidant. And then, of course, lowering the sugar. Of course, um, I never ate that much sugar though. That for me, it was that's not. Crazy. That wasn't an issue. It, my cancer was not because of the sugar. It was because I my immune system was suppressed due to high chronic stress in my life. So I'm convinced of it. Can I ever 100 percent say that's proof of that? No, of course not. How could you ever do that? Even even oncologists can't tell you what, how you eat cancer. Right. Bottom line is obviously what I did work because nine months later went in for a PET scan and no cancer, no sign. Nine months later, nine months later, reversed reversed my cancer.
1: Were they suggesting that you do any scans prior to that nine month?
0: Yeah, I did a scan at the beginning. Was it showing showing I had multiple? Well, no, I had one scan at the beginning that showed my multiple places where I was having the tumors. And then I just did the nine months, and I said, "I want to know now." Yeah, they wanted me to. They wanted me to go on chemo and radiation the next the next week. To be honest, I did not. I didn't want to be sick. Yeah. I didn't want to lose my hair. I didn't want to be sick. And I just I was I was willing to take the risk. What I, stage did they say that oh, you're stage was, two?
1: What would you have done if it were like a high? Oh, risk?
0: I would absolutely done what I did. Today. I would really? I would have risked it for hundred percent sure. Wow. Hundred percent. Not even not even convinced of any other way. I would have done what I did. No, no change. People can live with cancer mm-hmm. a lot longer than they can They can live with chemo. chemo. There are some cancers that chemo is very effective for. Mm-hmm. For example, if you have a tumor that's obstructing an organ or an airway, then you want chemo to reduce and shrink the size of that tumor, mm-hmm. of course. But I still, if I was diagnosed with any form of cancer, yeah. I would do what I did.
1: The raw vegan diet, you were doing the hyperbaric chamber Yep. did you just buy it online? Or yeah, you- I just
0: bought it. I was like I said, I just I was under <laughs> I was under the gun. I was like yeah, I wanted to I wanted to do all. everything I could to give my body what it needed. And my yeah. poor body was so stressed out. It was broken. It was sick. And I wanted to do everything I could. So, every day I'd say I spent 3 hours a day in my treatment. The 3 hours would include the chamber, my sauna, you know, preparing my meals, taking my supplements. I would say I spend about 3 hours a day every oh day. Gosh. For nine months just just take care of me
1: were you still trying to work at that time
0: oh I yeah it was oh. hard that's why I, that's why I had to make a decision to sell my brick and mortar because I just I couldn't do it anymore right. I, I had to reduce my stress I had to do things that I I knew that I could do long term that would keep me healthy mm-hmm. and create more joy and not so much stress and so that was a hard decision though I love what I did you know i loved running a gym but i had to get i had to let it go
1: what would you say was the single most effective method from everything that you did to reduce that cancer.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's just one thing Shannon. I think I had to do a combination because I had to build my immune system up and that is by the supplements and the food but also the stress reduction and then the oxygen chamber was flooding my cells with oxygen because cancer can't survive in an oxidated state so that's why I bought the chamber. So what the chamber is, is it's a pressurized chamber. So for example when you go to a doctor now and they put oxygen on on your face, Mm -hmm. you're, you're breathing breathing the oxygen and just goes chest level deep so you breathe oxygen it just goes to your lungs and out right with hyperbaric chamber when you breathe oxygen because the hyperbaric chamber is pressurized it actually is forcing oxygen into the cells what does it feel like well what you're doing is you're laying in this chamber it's a great question by the way similar to like you know when you take off on an airplane and sometimes you get that air pressure in your ears Mm -hmm. that's at first what it feels like it's because it's pressurized air and so you lay in this chamber with the oxygen mask on and then it's pressurized, and then it's very relaxing. So you just lay there, you can sleep, and you're just breathing this air. And then when you're done with the treatment, you feel amazing because you're actually getting flooded with oxygen wow. on a deeper level. Do they
1: recommend the hyperbaric chamber for people that don't have cancer? Yeah, athletes
0: use it all the time. There's there's football players that buy them that sleep in them overnight. Um, It's used a lot for brain injuries and lack of oxygen to the brain. People who have that issue. It's a very effective treatment. However, it's not a one and done sort of treatment. You have to use it regularly over a period of time. Of course, I have an infrared sauna, you know, so infrared saunas penetrate and detox on, on a deeper level. I have a Rife machine. That's a whole nother piece of equipment Equipment. Yeah, what's. What oh, else? I've never so, even heard of that. Yeah, no, most people don't know what a Rife machine is. A Rife machine. <laughs> do you get sick of talking about it? No, I don't actually, but it's just, it's everything about what I did is controversial. People think, is that a gimmick? I'm like, well, I reversed my cancer in nine months, so you tell me if you yeah, think right. it's a gimmick. But again, when you really go in and you dig in and do the research yourself, don't go to the Google. I mean, do your, do research, talk to people, talk, interview people, read books. When you do the research on that level, you will be more empowered.
1: Were there specific websites or resources that you found Mm -hmm. really helpful?
0: The one that I would absolutely 100% recommend besides reading my book, of course, because my (laughs) book will be a very good resource for somebody who wants to get started on a really good protocol. But what really helped me make my decision even stronger and solidify my decision was the Truth About Cancer video series. Anybody in the world has ever been diagnosed with cancer, they absolutely need to invest in purchasing the Truth About Cancer. It's it's Ty Bollinger's program. Is he
1: trying to push people for more of the holistic approach?
0: Yeah, however, yeah. He, he interviews clients in there who have been through chemo. Even if you've gone through chemo and radiation or you're doing chemo and radiation, you still need to apply these principles to your health. Otherwise, the chemo is going to be a lot harder and you're not Mm -hmm. going to get through it and you're going to have more symptoms and side effects. So even if you do decide to do chemo or radiation, it's more important than ever that you decide to do holistic treatments on top of it and where you're not going to get that information from your oncologist. So that's where you have to take control of your own health. You've got to invest in your health by making some decisions on doing things that are going to support your immune system mm. because chemo's killing it. Sorry, it just is. I'm not saying it's wrong for everybody that's not my point. My point is is that you just before you decide to do any kind of treatment, research both sides really equally. Yeah. Don't research holistic for an hour and chemo and radiation for 10. I mean, I mean re- <laughs> research both equally as hard and as passionate and, make it, and then make your decision. Yeah. You and your family make that decision.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you about what your family thought when you did decide to refuse chemo
0: well my husband at first was like terry let's just do the chemo and radiation because the kind of lymphoma that you have it's very curable through chemo and let's just knock it out i'm like right so if it's curable through chemo it would be just as curable through lifestyle and good nutrition and um, holistic protocol so at first he was not on board because he was scared for me and he was worried and of course all the information out there is always for the conventional treatment which is chemo but i said listen mark I really want to research this first. I'm not going to do it. I know I'm not already, but I really want to research it, both sides. And if down the road we have to make that decision, we can. But right now, I want to research it. So I made him. He actually became a full time researcher. It was amazing. Hey. He, because I still had the gym and I still had to work, so I actually made him. You know, he watched The Truth About Cancer. We interviewed tons of holistic doctors. We flew. Wow. We flew places to, you know, to interview people and to talk to people. After watching The Truth About Cancer and doing the research that we did and talking to Dr. Connors, who actually. I wrote the forward for my book he's an amazing man amazing cancer doctor (laughs) his new phrase now is I would never ever let you allow you to even do it oh wow so he became so empowered by the information and once you learn about the body and how amazing the body is I mean our bodies do want to heal itself we just have to provide it with the the right materials so at first he wasn't but now of course he is and my family supported me my immediate family (laughs) Um, I had (laughs) a lot of friends that didn't clients that didn't and turned on me and that was a very challenging, you know. But you you do what you do because you know what's best for you. And, and probably
1: you they, the outside people that turned on you or whatever, they just don't have the full yes. understanding yeah. of why you made that decision. Yeah,
0: it's it's controversial, you know. I have yeah. I have doctor friends, nurse friends, oncologist friends, and so when you're taking a stand against what they believe in, they don't They're like it. To them. It's hurtful yeah. to them. So yeah. that's okay. I mean, I had to do what I needed to do. And I'm grateful. I'm so grateful yeah. for the, the process and the journey. And I'm grateful that I was able to find the resources that empowered me. Because it was hard. I'm not going to lie. I mean, nine months of not knowing if it's working, oh. you know, too. And just, you know, because you always have that thought, like, what if it's not working? But I was feeling so good. And, mm-hmm. and I just... I just knew it was. And my faith, too. I mean, girl, if I can talk about that. I mean, for me, that's just... <laughs> a big you know, part of your it's life. It's a big part of my life is my faith. And if I didn't have my faith, I don't know if I would have been able to get through it either. And it was a learning process for me, you know.
1: What was that day like when you found out that you were cancer-free?
0: I could cry right now thinking about it. It was amazing. It was like such a relief to hear that it's gone and your your journey is just... You know, it's not over, but it's over. You know the yeah, the because um, it's not over. It's I mean, I still to this day I have to be diligent and be. I'm very careful about my stress levels and my life. And I still am drinking the mushrooms that I did, you know, <laughs> two years ago. And I'm still sitting in my hyperbaric chamber. And I'm, I sleep with my Rife machine every night. So I haven't changed my protocol. It's just not as aggressive. You know, I don't have to do raw vegan anymore. I can. I do have a little bit of protein now. And but everything's very full of phytonutrients, and um, I'm very careful with what I put in my body. I incorporate intermittent fasting. So I still do that. So, yes, to answer your question, that day was amazing. It was like a big weight lifted off, and I celebrated and I, I, was, I had so much gratitude. And my husband and I both cried. It was amazing. <laughs> Were yeah. the doctors shocked? Mm hmm. <laughs> You're like, I showed you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Don't she really was. your help. You know, she was supportive of my decision, but didn't agree with it. I'll just say that. Until nine months later when I go back and it came back negative, disease-free, then she was just like, wow.
1: <laughs> you really kicked that thing's butt. <laughs> so were you in any support groups during that nine months? Great question.
0: I wish I would have had a support group during that time. I didn't couldn't find one until... Chris Wark, who is a friend of mine, actually, and he also uh, has a book out. And he, I was listening to some of his videos one day, and he mentioned a group called Healing Strong. Healing Strong is a national-based support group for victims or people who have cancer. I ended up starting a group called the Healing Strong of nice. Minnesota. That was really the only group that I was in or was a part of during my time. And I would say if anybody out there does have cancer, that they just go to the Healing Strong website and there's different groups all over the country and they're free. Wow, that's great. The hosts are amazing and they they, um, give you a lot of really good information.
1: Let's talk about your business. So you specialize in weight loss and diabetes management and your lifestyle coach.
0: Yes, I'm a, a health and wellness coach. I'm a functional diagnostic nutritionist and a... A hormone practitioner. And basically what that means is that I have all the certifications and everything needed (laughs) to be able to be
1: be able to do what I do.
0: But bottom line (laughs) is I am not a medical doctor. I don't claim to be. However, I, I am a naturopathic practitioner, which basically means that a nutritionist means that I help my clients to create balance in the body so right now my gig is kind of diabetes right because diabetes type 2 and pre is 100 percent a nutritional disease so when something is a nutritional disease you can reverse it mm-hmm. so my book called refuse diabetes is basically second my second book yes called refuse diabetes is a book that teaches my readers how they can start a process of creating balance in the body so they can reverse their diabetes. Right now I have a online um, coaching group and I love my clients, they're amazing. And we've reversed hundreds of, of ladies oh who have had that diabetes. So you're
1: doing most of this online. It's all online. So these people mm-hmm. could be from anywhere. It can they be from anywhere. They do not have to be local.
0: But they, they get coaching with me live. So I have a a, a way a method of being able to talk to my clients live via mm-hmm. the computer. So you do need a computer. But that's what's different about what I do versus other some other programs out there is that when you buy programs, sometimes you buy these programs and then you buy the program and then you're left to your own devices to try to figure it out. So what I do is I help with the implementation of my at my protocol through coaching and it's live interaction they're put through a, a nine-step process called the wise woman process and it's an actual step-by-step process that they go through and by the end of that process they are not only feeling better most of the time they're able to get close to reversing their diabetes but not all the time in nine mm-hmm. in nine weeks or ten weeks, but it's a good, good jump start. But it is a process. You know, you can't heal your body overnight when when it's been damaged for you know two, three, four, five, twenty, thirty years. You know, mm-hmm. people who have diabetes have had diabetes for a long time. It Doesn't happen overnight, just like cancer. Well, how did you start down the road of diabetes? Because all my clients, when I ran my brick and mortar fitness business when you're when women are overweight they don't even realize it but most of the time they're pre-diabetic and so a lot of my clients who i trained and who i coached doing weight loss had diabetes or pre-diabetes or metabolic syndrome or pcos so any metabolic disease is a precursor to diabetes so if you can if you can take care of it and catch it early there you go but a lot of my clients are already at late stage type two so there's a lot of balancing we need to do and healing of the body and the cells and so that's what I do is I help them and I keep them you know encouraged and because and, it's hard I mean there's nothing about healing the body when you have a disease that's easy
1: yeah you never want to have to try and fight it alone either that's really hard to kind of manage it all especially yeah. if you've been you know maybe you're a little bit older so this is like your whole life yeah and you're trying to change your lifestyle yeah
0: that's and there's so much mindset, and you might know this, Shannon, but there's so much mind work to do around healing your body because so many women have such a, a, a wrong relationship with food, which mm-hmm. is why so many women are overweight or have eating disorders or have you know, diabetes because diabetes is a nutritional nutritional disease and they've never been taught how to manage their relationship with food. So a lot of what I do is help women with their relationship with food. I know. So
1: it's kind of counseling in a way yeah, too. Kind of, yeah. Are you also recommending a raw vegan diet for some of these it depends. No.
0: Well, I'm not going to say no, but I'm going to say it's all it's all customized because some people need to do a plant-based, some people need to do keto. We do what I teach is a healthy form of keto. We I don't believe in in the a stick of butter. I don't believe in the <laughs> strong poison type of keto diet that's just but I'm not going to go down that road in this <laughs> okay. podcast because we don't have enough time, no. but, but it just depends. It's a great, I'm so glad you have to ask that question because that's kind of what I do in my program. And that's why I like the live coaching element because I can customize their protocols. We're all not made from the same cloth, you know? Right. We are different people. And so different people need different protocols. Typically, you're
1: helping them through a nine to 10 week period.
0: Yeah. I tell people who want to join my program that they should commit to me. To for a year because it's going to take at least a year to, you know, get them where they need to be so they don't have to be worried about their health anymore.
1: But has anyone gone back after nine, 10 weeks for a checkup on the diabetes? Oh, and yeah. Gone?
0: Yeah, I just had a, girl, a gal post in my group just the other day that her, her A1C, which is the marker to determine if you have diabetes or not, she started her A1C was at 9.5. Now it's at 5.8. And 5.7 is reversed your diabetes. So we're going to get her under 5.7, of course. But I have many stories like that where I have clients who have had A1Cs of 10.1, which is extremely high blood sugar. And now they're at 5.3, 5.6, you know, and they've reversed their diabetes. And you're off medications. (laughs) That's the key, too, is is we want to get them off the diabetes. You know, I help them with their doctors get them off medications.
1: For type 1 and 2, are they doing the insulin...
0: Type one diabetes is uh, where your beta cells in your pancreas no longer work, so you have to be on insulin. Mm-hmm. No option. That, that type one is not reversible because okay. you have to be on insulin. Okay. So type two is where your your blood sugar is just really high, and you have insulin with something called insulin resistance. And some people with type two are on insulin, and some aren't. It just depends. It depends on the doctor, mm-hmm. <laughs> actually, and it depends on the stage of your your type two our goal in the academy is to work with your physician to get you off of insulin and metformin and some of the other medications awesome. which we do a lot of times we have the support of doctors which is what we want and sometimes we don't which is um, uh, unfortunate but we we still go ahead and do what we need to do that's the goal is to is to get these ladies to reverse their diabetes which is to be honest is pretty simple to do
1: first of all it's got to be super rewarding for you this is a huge problem particularly in the U.S. You probably know all about it. It's really sad. I mean, we've basically done it to ourselves, whether it's because we don't have the right resources or we've been lied to by the FDA and we're just kind of being force-fed whatever we see on TV, but it's a really slippery slope. Like, we're not heading on a good trajectory at this point as a nation, so to even be able to impact a small part of that population is amazing Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and and the unfortunate part too is that my clients are ladies phase two of my diabetes (laughs) coaching academy will be men but uh right now it's just ladies but the unfortunate part is that these ladies who come to me have been so misinformed They've been told diabetes is not reversible and that you will be on medications for the rest of your life and mm-hmm. you know, and that's just that's just not the truth. It's just not true. It's not true. The other thing too is why why people are getting diabetes to, to bring up your point is that our food supply now is so bad, right? All the processed food, all the exotoxins, all the poisons, all the chemicals, all the, you know, pesticides that are put on our foods is causing a lot of inflammation in our body, which is contributing to type two diabetes. Mm-hmm and people just don't know. A lot of what I do is education. You know, in my academy, I just teach everybody what they need to do to start getting rid of their inflammation and creating balance. It's all about creating balance in the body so that your body can heal itself, mm-hmm. so that you can get off these medications. Because you do not have to be on medications for life. Unless you're type 1, that's different. Thank God for medications for type 1, for type honestly. 1. It's not about the medication is how it's used. Medications are absolutely critical at certain points and can be very helpful and useful for periods of time. But when you're being told that you have to be on a medication, long term forever and ever never. And I disagree with that.
1: How did these women that are current or past clients find you?
0: They can go to my website terrydell.com or they can actually download my book for free. Yes. Amazing. If you, go to, if you go to Refuse Diabetes Dot com it'll put you on my email list but it also will take you to a link that where you can download my book otherwise you can always email me if you are interested in learning a little bit about my academy you can email me directly at Terry at com. I open up my academy a few times a year right now it is closed I uh, well you know they can get on my wait list and we're opening up again in a few months so um, it's a good time for them to start stalking me if they want want to get on my list because they can learn a lot in the meantime before, sure. they, before they want to be a client. Yeah, you have a lot of
1: accessible resources and you've done several interviews with people that have made an impact on your life and some of the things that you discuss with your clients too. What would you say is the most important message that you have to relay, if you could just shout it from the rooftops, to someone that's either struggling with cancer or weight loss or diabetes, what is something that they can do right now?
0: Become your own health advocate. And start eliminating chemicals from your nutrition, from your body. Mm-hmm. Start eliminating the preservatives, all the bad toxins that are on your food and your in your food. Clean up your nutrition. That would be the number one thing I could tell anybody because everybody should do, be doing that. No matter if you have diabetes, cancer, or you're even if you're healthy, because it will catch up with you mm-hmm. if you are chronically putting poison in your body via chemicals, gly- glyphosate, all these pesticides, and non-GMOs, I mean, I have even talked about GMOs, don't get me started on that, but all of these products that you're putting in your body are causing inflammation and causing your DNA to become very toxic.
1: One of my friends, Luis Leonardo, he owns Trey Sports. You might know him. He says that your body is a machine. It's a car. Think of it as a car. You wouldn't put crappy fuel in your vehicle. You need it to run clean. You need it to run the best that it can. And so that's how you should be treating your body is just putting the best things in it so you can run and and feel really good and have good energy. It's so Um,
0: true. We treat our cars better than we treat our bodies. I use an analogy where if you have a the red light comes on in your truck, what do you do? Service it. You Right away, you take it in and you figure out what's going on. The red light in our bodies are symptoms. But what do we do? We ignore the symptoms or we medicate it. It's not the right path. Right. It's not the right fuel. The, the right fuel is to find out what's causing the symptom, Getting you know, finding out the underlying root of the symptom and figuring out how to reduce that symptom.
1: Well, it's interesting too that you owned a gym because that to me says the focus then was on fitness And now you're talking more about diet. Is it fair to say that your diet is more important than
0: exercise? Yes. You need both. I mean, exercise is great for you, but if you're wanting to lose weight... Exercise only contributes 15% of your weight loss. Which okay? is hard for a lot of people to hear. Well, but especially it's Especially for gym rats, you it's know. It's the truth. Your nutrition for weight loss is the most important, but also for your health. Nutrition is so important. You should exercise for health reasons, not for weight loss. Because you're not even going to lose the weight if you're not healthy. <laughs> yeah. If you have inflammation and, and have toxins in your body and... And disease it's going to be so much harder to lose weight and you're going to gain the weight back. So why not create health in the body and, and starting by cleaning up and getting rid of the junk that is causing all these issues inside of your body? Do you have any vices
1: food-wise?
0: I like sushi. That's my kind of my treat meal. Yeah, I I I wasn't
1: expecting sushi. (laughs) I thought maybe like a Reese's Pieces. Oh no! You know, here's
0: the deal, Shannon. It's like once you've trained your body to eat so healthy, the cravings go away. Like I don't crave junk anymore. It's crazy. I if I'm hungry, which I don't get hungry very often because I'm fat adapted and I I do intermittent fasting, but when i do eat it's very healthy cuz that's what i crave cuz i've trained my body you know mm-hmm. to do that and that's what i train my clients to do is become fat adapted and to be able to really have a good relationship with food so that when they are hungry <laughs> they will want to eat the healthy foods not go to the the pizza and the chips and the pringles and the <laughs> all that other crap that
1: needs to be wiped from the
0: shelves because if you have diabetes that's that's just making it worse right
1: yeah thank you for your commitment to helping others you're not only providing educational tools like we talked about but you're making people healthier and
0: in turn happier shannon thank you it's a privilege so thank you check
1: out um terry's book i refused chemo and her other book refused diabetes if you enjoyed this episode of Learn Lively please take five seconds to give me a five-star rating on iTunes and like and share with your friends. Till next time. This episode is brought to you by ProSoul, where Microsoft Office experts create custom solutions to meet your unique business needs. Learn more at www.prosolmn.com. Problem solved.